Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of Balls and Whistles, a Highland news and media podcast that takes a look at what's going on in the world of sport around the Highlands. My name is Andrew Henderson and I hope everybody has had a good time since the last time we put out an episode. It's been a couple of weeks at this point and of course we decided and announced at the start of 2022 that we were going to change things up a little bit with Balls and Whistles this year. We weren't going to put out episodes every single week and instead we try and take a more focused look at a couple of things every now and then and go a bit more in depth on them that's exactly what we have for you this time around some of you may be aware that the event snowman rally is back in rosher and around about dingwall muravard sort of area this weekend it's always a phenomenal event it's one of sports editor will clark's favorite events to cover you're going to hear from him in just a little bit for anybody that doesn't know it is a rally car race basically it's the first event in the scottish rally championship Uh, And it's always a really fun day out. If you're in Dingwall on Saturday afternoon, all the drivers will be driving their cars through the middle of the town. Uh, It's going to be a wonderful occasion. It always is. And we haven't had too many of them over the last few years. It was cancelled in 2019, came back in 2020 just before the pandemic. And then, of course, 2021 didn't happen because everybody was back into lockdown. They barely got a rally championship season last year. Uh, They missed the entire first half of it, came back for some races towards the end of the year. Uh, But let's face it, I'm not the best person to be telling you all about that, but I know someone who is. Michael Binney was the winner of the Snowman Rally in 2020. Like I said, you're about to hear from sports editor Will Clark because he caught up with Michael earlier this week. Here is what he had to say building into this weekend's race, whether he's going for another winner or not. He's got a, a little bit of a change to talk about as well. I'm sure you're going to absolutely love this episode. I'm just going to hand it straight over to them. Here is sports editor Will Clark talking to the reigning defending champion of the Snowman Rally, Michael Binney. I remember when I spoke to you in uh, 2020, uh, one of the last major events before the pandemic hit and kind yeah. of ruined everything. Um, yeah. It was your first rally win, wasn't it, uh, the Snowman it Rally? It was. It was, yeah. My first first outright win, yeah. yeah. So it was certainly a special one. Well, I was going to say, um, you know, because it was your first rally win, it must have been a really um, special event for you. Yeah, definitely, definitely. It'll, it'll always be, it'll always be a special, a special um, event. Now, you know, it's um, you always remember your your first win, and uh, yeah, it's something I'll I'll never ever forget. Um, so yeah, no. I remember um, on the actual day, um, you were actually behind going into the final section uh, of the rally, weren't you? And uh, I remember you saying you had to put your foot down um, and you, you weren't really expecting to win it overall and it came as a bit yeah. of a surprise. Can you recall? Yeah, I, I was under a bit of pressure from behind. Um, I think it was Donnie McDonald, I think, was behind in a much higher spec car than me. Mm-hmm. So I, I was under pressure from him, so I, I had to go in absolutely full chat to secure my second position where in turn I actually took the stage win and obviously the rally so um, my intention wasn't to go into the stage to win the rally it was to go into the stage to keep my second place Um, but as it happens I think Jock I think maybe he's just relaxed a wee bit um, and wasn't really expecting the charge and uh, yeah we we whipped a load of time out of him and 
I took the win, so it was awesome. Yeah. Excellent. How long had you been um, rally driving competitively before your first win uh, at national um, level? I four years. That was four years. I started in 2016. Um, yeah, but I had only ever done one. I only ever completed one stage of the Snowman Rally mm-hmm. uh, prior to that because we just my first year we didn't do it. Uh, the second year we did one stage and the engine went bang. 2018 I didn't do it because I was in a cast. Um, 19 was cancelled, and then 20 was the yeah was the first first full cracker. So. Um, yeah, it was cool. Really cool. Cool. But it must have also been frustrating. It was one of the last major events before the pandemic hit, and you didn't really get a chance to um, have a go yeah. at the Scottish Rally Championship. How frustrating was that for you? Yeah, it was really frustrating. It was because uh, just it was just the best way to start the championship, obviously, um, and it, you know, just it just gave us gave me so much confidence, you know, going into the next rounds. But obviously, they were all knocked on the head. So uh, it was just it was just so frustrating. It was such a frustrating in time for everyone uh, yeah you couldn't have asked for a better start and for it to be just all sort of taken away from you was yeah very very frustrating um, but there was bigger things going on than, than winning the Scottish Championship so yeah exactly yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. so, so you, weren't, you weren't too uh, frustrated you know there, there, were, there were other things to kind of concentrate on I guess uh, like uh, well I mean you know. yeah but you know in, in, in the grand scheme of things you know health and everything was the most important thing for everyone so um uh, yeah but no it was it was frustrating and disappointing really disappointing but i i tried to claim that i was the scottish champion i thought right surely to goodness i'm the scottish champion but apparently you need to have a certain amount of time a certain amount of rounds before it can be classed as a full championship so cool. we all had a bit of a laugh at that so um <laughs> <laughs> and did you manage it much for 2021 season because um, it was yeah, kind of stop start, yeah. wasn't it? Well, we didn't get started till uh, June, mm-hmm. um, so it, it never felt like a championship to me. To be honest with you, we did. We started halfway through. We missed half the events, obviously with COVID, um, and then we started. Uh, I think we had maybe three or four rounds of the championship. But to me, it wasn't a, a, a championship. It was just a, a bit of a bit of a blow the cobwebs off and have a bit of fun. Really, um, we we just bought a new car as well, so. It was just we've just been ironing out issues with that, so it was quite useful um, doing the few rallies that we did last year. But um, I'm hoping this year that we'll we'll get a, a full crack at it. You know, mm-hmm. uh, you, you won the Snowman Rally in 2020 with a Mitsubishi Lancer Evo 9, if I remember right. Um, yes, that's but right. you've got a new car now, is that right? Yeah, yeah. So it's a, it is an Evo 9 again. Mm-hmm. It's just a it's a higher spec car. Um, it was it was a nice car that came up for sale. Um, and it was just—it's just, it's just a, another step step on from my last car. Just marginal things, um, but the running gear was a bit more fresher and stuff like that. And we were actually cheaper changing the car than what we would have been, you know, rebuilding the parts of my car. If you understand what I'm saying, yeah. so mm-hmm. um, we got a good deal with it. And uh, yeah, we just we just we just did it. So, mm. but much they're, they're, I mean, they're identical looking cars. Um, but the running gear is slightly different. So. Yeah, getting a new car rather than uh, changing the parts to your existing car, it sounds like my last MOT, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. It's, it's, you, know what it, well, you know what it's like. Yeah. As soon as people start rebuilding things, cost just gets horrendous, and this car had everything that had already been rebuilt on it mm. um, and all that and it had some a better gearbox and a better engine and stuff like that so it was a bit of a no-brainer just to, just to get it done cool. um, 
so, yeah. However, having said that, we've since rebuilt the engine because just as a maintenance sort of thing, so, mm. yeah, I don't know. And uh, you won the championship with co-driver Claire Mole uh, in 2020. Is she, is she back in the, uh, beside you for this uh, yes. year? Yeah. Yes, Claire's with us again for another season, so mm-hmm. um, we've been going from strength to strength, really, just really, really developing the, the relationship, and uh, yeah, she's up for it, she's up for it, she's, she's been very busy at work at the minute, so she's not able to get a, a test, so she'll be going in fairly, fairly cold, so, but she's, she's experienced enough, so she'll, um, yeah, she'll be straight back on it again, so, mm-hmm. um, but yeah. Cool. How long have you worked with Claire, and uh, what does she bring as a co-driver to you? Uh, so we've worked with each other from the start. Um, so, well, since 2016, really. Um, she, at the very, you know, when we first started, she just she brought so much experience, and um, she sat with all different calibers of drivers, and she just she just really helped me along, and. Um, maybe learn the ropes basically and stuff like that and then as we've developed obviously I've got more experience I've got quicker and quicker and um, yeah we've just we've just that sort of guidance mode that she was in has just kind of turned into a um, you know maximum attack mode now if you, if you know if you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying when, when we first started she was just getting us through rallies getting us experience because um, a co-driver has a lot to do with that um, but now it's just you know we're, we're both pushing for the for the final, for the final few seconds, so the, the relationships developed quite nicely throughout the years. Um, but she just brings a wealth of experience and um, professionalism with really. it. So yeah, she's good to work with. Good, good. And how much preparation goes into um, you know in terms of research before you actually tackle the course? Is it something you're already aware of, or do you have to go over notes after notes after notes? Yeah, so we've been doing a fair bit of that. Um, we've been doing a fair bit of uh, note work, just looking at the DVD together and adjusting things, and also this. The first two stages are identical to two of the stages last year as well. Mm-hmm. So we've been looking back at old footage, just seeing you know what's going on, you know, uh, seeing how we how we attacked it last year. Um, so yeah, there's a lot a lot of note work preparation. Obviously, the car the car takes a lot of preparation. Um, I had the lads round last night, and we got it because we were testing on Monday. So we've got it we've got it reprepped uh, last night. So yeah, there's there's loads to do, loads to do. So. And uh, 91 entrants taking part so far. Have, have you had a chance to look at the list? And who do you think your main competition is uh, for, for the title? Um, I, I've not had a look at the full list. I've, I, I just kind of look at the top. I've just briefly looked at the top ten. Um, there is a lot of competition there this weekend. There's well, if you look at if you look at my class, mm-hmm. um, which uh, you know you, I can't compare myself to the R5 and World Rally cars because it's not really realistic although we do do well against them but mm-hmm. if you look at my class um, we've got Scott Beatty um, an Aberdonian lad and Scott Macbeth as well um, they're both very very quick drivers um, in exactly the same machinery as me mm-hmm. um, so that's my kind of benchmark um, so they'll be the lads who I'm looking to beat um, let's see how we get on I'm, I'm not quite sure me and Scott were very uh, me and Scott Beatty were very very close at the end of last year mm-hmm. Um and Scott Macbeth hasn't done a huge amount last year, but he's always, always quick. So um, we'll just have to see. Um, obviously, John Wink, Donny McDonald. I'd like to see if I can get as close to Jock Armstrong as I can. I'm not sure whether I will. Um, but yeah, just those guys. But I, I, I tend to look at my class battle first mm-hmm. and think, right, um, you know, these are the guys that I want to beat. So um, yeah, I'll look at them and then see see what happens after that. But, cool. um, yeah. 
Okay, but uh, going in as number one seed and as the defending champion, does that put any extra pressure on you, or is, is, do you just take it as it comes? Um, I, I guess it probably does, yeah, yeah. I'd be lying if I, if I said I didn't feel a bit more pressure, because I've never ran at number one before, so it's a whole new experience, and especially with the machinery that's behind me, I've got, I think I've got six World or R5 cars behind me, so, you know, that's a that's a fairly strange, I don't know when the last time an Evo 9 would be seated number one, it would probably be 10 years ago or something, mm. um, so, yeah, I'd be lying if I said there wasn't pressure on us, but I've just got to put that to the back of my mind and just go out and just do my own thing and just enjoy it really it, it's it's a privilege to be seated at number one um you know and i and i want to go out and enjoy it and just just it's a whole new experience it'll be very it'll be very different i think to being seated six or seven you know because there's no lines in the road there's you know there's no breaking marks or anything like that so um yeah we'll just we'll just we'll just give it 100 percent and see how we go and what would be a good result for you this saturday uh, a good result. Um, a good result would be to hopefully beat the other Mitsubishi drivers, mm-hmm. um, and I would like potentially a top top five, possibly, mm-hmm. maybe uh, uh, on a good day, some, something along those lines. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I certainly don't think I'm going to win it, um, but I think maybe it's a top five. That would be that would be a, that would be a pretty top result, I think, for us. Best of luck to Michael and everybody else racing this Saturday. Like I said at the very start of this episode, it's always a great event. I'm sure everybody that goes along will absolutely enjoy it and hopefully all the drivers do as well, win or lose. Uh, Michael did mention one racer there that I want to pick out a particular mention of, Donnie McDonald, just because he is a bit more of a local interest. Uh, anybody who follows their athletics might have seen his name pop up sometimes in the Inverness Harrier reports. Uh, he's actually from Rosher originally, so it's a bit of a hometown race for him. He's definitely one to keep an eye on. But until the weekend comes, that's all we've got for you for this episode of Balls and Whistles. Uh, it's an event that warranted its own little episode there. Um, and it was a really interesting chat, I thought, between Will Clark and Michael Binney to just see what it's like to be behind the wheel of a car in that sort of event. Uh, of course, Balls and Whistles is not the only podcast that Highland News and Media has to offer. John Davidson still does active outdoors every few weeks, taking a look at some of the trails and the outdoorsy things going on in the Highlands. And if you're more of a stay-at-home put your feet up and read a book kind of person we've got you covered there too because northern bibliosphere has just launched in the last couple of weeks there's already two episodes out i'm sure there's a third just about to come around the corner as well that's federica stefani that puts that one together go and check out the brilliant work that both john and federica do and in the meantime we're going to leave you to it so thanks to everybody who listens along it's so much appreciated if you like what we do why not leave a review why not tell your friends Uh, Why not leave a comment? It all helps other people find us. And at the end of the day, that's what it's all about. We produce the content for you guys to listen to. The more of you do that, the better it is. So to everybody who does listen, thank you so much. And we'll be back after a while.